0: Do you ever feel like you and your partner have completely drifted apart? You don't talk anymore. You don't talk about anything that really matters. You don't really share parts of yourself and you just feel like, something is missing and you really want to bring that spark back. You really want to feel a level of closeness, but something is coming between the two of you and you just don't even know where to start or if it's even possible to fix it. If any of this resonates with you, then today's episode is for you. I will be going deep into the subject of how to bring the spark back when it feels like it's completely gone, when things are just kind of in a nowhere zone and you just feel like you've become two, you know, two people who just talk about the kids and logistics and your relationship, there's just something missing in your relationship. So if this is a topic that you want to learn more about, keep listening. Today's episode is for you. Welcome to the Live Inspired podcast. My name is Zahida Mohammadi and I am an emotional mastery and business mentor, boundaries expert, mum to two very special souls and the founder of the Live Inspired Academy. If you are looking to upgrade your relationships, your business and your life and yourself, then this is the place for you. Nothing fires me up more than helping people overcome their limits, discover their gifts, reconnect to their authenticity, their natural fitra, the unique way that they connect to others and their creator so that they can bring those gifts into the world and live with purpose and passion. And that is what this podcast is all about. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of inspiration to help you connect to all the possibility and potential that exists within you. Here you'll find all the tools, resources, strategies and teachings that you need on your self-development journey. Thank you for choosing to be here. Let's get inspired. this message, this DM via Instagram, and I'm going to tell you what the message is, and then I'm going to share some key takeaway points that you might actually benefit from, because it's possible that you are experiencing what this particular person is experiencing as well, and of course, I'm going to keep the question anonymous. It says, alaikum Zahida. I trust that you and yours are all well. I'm looking for some advice for a current situation. My husband and I have been married for 11 years now, For quite some time, I would estimate five-plus years, we have barely communicated. Just things we've needed to talk regarding kids, things that need to be done, etc. We haven't talked about goals or dreams. There's not much casual or playful banter. It's almost as if we've turned into roommates that share children. We've talked over the last few days about what got us here, and we are both willing to try and fix us, because we deserve better and so do our kids. I'm sure they sense the tension. We've also spoken about the possibility of separation if we've drifted so far and cannot seem to reconnect again. If this means we both can be happy and so our kids also know that everyone's happiness is important and so we don't raise another generation of kids that need to heal from the trauma of parents just sticking it out because they share kids. Are there any tools you can share to rebuild connection or activities we can try aside from talking? We're working on that already. Apologies for the long message but I needed Uh, to, to explain this. And I can't see myself, you know, having a face-to-face just yet. Okay. So first of all, the reason that I decided to address this question is because this person who has messaged me, she is not alone. I know from having worked with thousands of clients over the years and students in my academy, that this is more common than you would think. And especially because it's a kind of a limbo zone where there's no like massive, massive problems, but at the same time, there is kind of a problem because you're not connecting. There's a lack of intimacy. There's a lack of emotional intimacy. She hasn't mentioned a lack of physical intimacy, but you can kind of guess that that might be an issue as well because you know there's no kind of connection going on. But there's definitely, from what she explains, there's a lack of what we call emotional intimacy. And if you're not sure quite what that is, I'm going to explain that a little bit as well. Now, I must put a disclaimer in. Of course, I can only give generic advice uh, and tips based on what she has shared with me. This is an 11-year relationship. There are so many things going on here. And these are two individuals that have a past, that have a history, that have, you know, uh, different kind of attachment styles, that have so many different, different um, different backgrounds and different issues, maybe. Maybe they're carrying certain baggage. We don't know that from this message. So I do want to put a disclaimer that based on what she has shared with me and knowing that many people face a similar kind of situation, I'm going to be sharing some generic tips. If you want to be able to solve an issue like this in a... Um, in a way that's going to have more of an individual pro- approach and more customized, then I highly suggest that you join one of my programs, either Relationship Revolution or Boundaries of Evolution, because that is a space where I can offer more of that individualized support, uh, where we, you know, we can find out what's more to this and create a very customized solution for you. Or you can seek out someone to work one-on-one with. So. Just that, that disclaimer that I'm going to give kind of generic kind of advice and I'm gonna share some some things that I think you might actually find very very helpful from my experience of working with individuals and couples over the years. So first of all she's saying that she's noticed over the past five or so years they've barely communicated just things we've needed to talk about regarding kids, things that need to be done, et cetera. So they talk. It's not that they don't talk. And this is the first thing I want you to notice is that a lot of people confuse communication and talking. So there's different types of communication. So you have the general communication, which is logistics, right? Who's picking up the kids? You know, what's happening? We need to get stuff ready for school and so on and so forth, which is a very integral part of a relationship and a marriage. You're going to be doing a lot of that, especially when you are raising a family. That's a big part of marriage. You know, what are we, you know, can you pick up groceries for me? What are we eating for supper tonight? Oh, my parents called us over. That's, those are the kinds of things that couples have to talk about For a lot of the day, right, you're going to be mostly doing that kind of logistical communication. What she's really saying is we haven't talked about our goals or dreams. There's not much uh, casual or playful banter. So what she's really saying is the communication that is missing in this relationship is emotional intimacy. Now, what is emotional intimacy? The way that I understand emotional intimacy is that ability to make yourself vulnerable in front of someone, that ability to speak to them about things that you don't speak to everyone else about, to share parts of yourselves, to share your hopes to share your dreams, to share your fears, to look for emotional support. Hey, I'm having a rough day. Can I vent to you? Hey, I need some advice about this. Not just logistical advice, but you know, I was thinking about trying out this thing. I was thinking about pursuing this path. What do you think? You know? Um, And then of course, casual, playful banter. That's such an important part of any healthy marriage, right? Even from a sunnah perspective, it's a really important part. You know, sharing jokes with each other, you know, playful teasing of one another. And when emotional intimacy is lacking, and again, she hasn't mentioned this in her message. She hasn't mentioned a lack of physical intimacy. That's not something she's put into the message. But very often you will actually find when there's a lack of emotional intimacy, you can almost predict, it's quite common that there's also a lack of physical intimacy. Or if there is physical intimacy, it's not very fulfilling. Because long term in a partnership, in order for that spark, that chemistry to be kept alive, it needs to happen via emotional intimacy, especially for women, especially for females, the more emotionally fulfilled, uh, you know, your partner is your wife is the more likely that the physical intimacy is likely to be more fulfilling and more frequent as well. It's just how it works, right? It's biologically how it works. So like I said, she hasn't mentioned this. So there might be quite a few things going on, but the general sense that I get from this message is two people who feel a lack of fulfillment, who feel a lack of closeness, who feel a lack of intimacy on different levels in their marriage and don't know where to go from here because they're like, how did we even get here? So she's saying, we've talked over the last few days about what got us here. So they're trying to figure it, out, figure it out. And I think that's a really good starting point. So I'm just going to say that's a really good starting point to actually acknowledge and say, hey, you know what? what happened? What happened to us? Why are we like this? Is it because we just got caught up? And she's mentioned kids. We were caught up in raising children. Sometimes you can get so caught up in your mother role or your father or and everything just becomes about the children that you forget yourself, let alone your partner. You don't even feel like you anymore. You feel like you've lost yourself as a person and you've just kind of drowned and become enmeshed in motherhood. Now, don't get me wrong. Motherhood is an amazing, amazing role. But at the same time, for a lot of us, especially in those years when our children are, you know, under five, under six years old, it's very easy to kind of just lose yourself in motherhood because your whole day becomes about your children. So that might be an issue that you just got completely immersed in motherhood. And somewhere along the way, both of you lost some of that, um, some of that playfulness And some of that, knowing yourself, maybe you've lost touch with you individually, the person who sent me this message, or maybe it's you listening to this right now who is going, oh my gosh, I'm exactly in the same boat, right? Um, Maybe you've lost yourself. How connected are you to yourself? So that's a very important question to ask yourself if you are in this situation. If you're struggling with connecting with your partner, connecting with your husband or connecting with your wife, are you struggling to connect with yourself? Do you feel like you've lost yourself? Do you have hobbies anymore? Do you have interests? Do you make time for yourself to connect with yourself? If your answer is no, start there first. Because even if the two of you go out on a date night, if you haven't been cultivating your relationship with yourself, if you haven't been making time for your hobbies or your interests, You literally will have nothing to talk about except the children. There will be these big chasms of silence between the two of you and you will fill it with talk about the kids. And then you will say, we've got nothing to talk about. We have nothing in common, but are you cultivating a relationship with yourself? So that's a very important question to ask yourself. Next, she's saying here, we've also spoken about the possibility of separation if we've drifted so far apart and cannot reconnect again. I'm guessing that at some point, because she's mentioned in this message that they've been married for 11 years and for five or so years, she's noticed that they've become completely disconnected. So another question to ask yourself is, was there ever a time in my marriage when we did have closeness, when we did feel connected, when there was emotional intimacy, when we used to have playful banter, um, when we used to feel chemistry with each other, when we used to talk about our hopes and dreams? If your answer is, yes, there was a time when you had that, think about, okay, what was different back then? Why did we have that? What was my daily schedule like back then? How much time did I make for my partner back then, right? Did we you know, carve our time to be together? What was different then? Because if you had that intimacy and closeness once before, here's the good news, you can recreate it. But it can't happen on its own. You have to cultivate that. You have to make space for it. You have to make time for it. And you have to ask questions about how to actually do that. And saying something like, well, you know, we're just so busy. We don't have the time. Unfortunately, then means that you miss out on getting to save this marriage. If you're truly wanting to save or heal your marriage, you are going to have to invest some time and energy in making that happen. Okay. The next thing that I want you to do is think about what are some of the major issues that have come up in your relationship over the past five years? What are the main things that you disagree on or you have conflict on? Right? Maybe write those down. Now ask yourself, how have you dealt with those? Have you even dealt with it or have you just swept it under the carpet? Is it something that you are avoiding? A common theme that I see with couples who become so disconnected is they don't want to talk about the hard stuff because they're so afraid of having a fight, an argument, a conflict. When it comes to the hard topics, and when I say hard topics, I mean the things that you both disagree on, they just want to avoid it, right? And it's a short term solution that leads to long term problems. And that's the problem she's finding herself in now, which is. They don't talk about things. They don't really discuss things beneath the surface level. The deeper stuff is not spoken about. So how do you deal with conflict? Are you both conflict avoidant? Do you just have certain topics that you hit a dead wall with or you just refuse to discuss with each other, right? Do either of you have certain behaviors that shuts the other one out so that you can't even speak about these things? If you're answering yes to all of these, then Part of gaining emotional intimacy and closeness is learning how to speak about the hard stuff. And this is something that's so common for couples that I actually designed an entire workshop around it. It's called Conscious Communication for Couples. And it's specifically about how to talk about the hard stuff, how to deal with conflict in a way that brings you more closeness and more intimacy rather than causing harm to your relationship because they are absolutely wrong ways to talk about difficult topics where it actually causes more harm and more disconnection as a couple and there are right ways there are ways there are healthy ways of discussing um topics, difficult topics with your partner that can actually bring you more closeness in your relationship. So conscious communication is a workshop that is designed specifically around that uh, enrollment is open. The link is in the show notes, or you can hop onto my Instagram and find the, the link there. But that's a really helpful starting point. If you find yourself in a situation, the next point that I want to share for this person and for you, if you are in this situation is do you understand, like, are there certain behaviors that you have with each other that are causing more disconnection? Now, when I talk about these behaviors, I'm talking about, do either of you stonewall each other? So stonewalling is where you don't, uh, you just shut your partner out for days or even weeks at a time. When you get angry, you just stop talking, you just clamp up. So does you or your partner do that? Or do you find yourself uh, in a situation where your partner is hypercritical of you? Or you're hypercritical of them, so you kind of avoid them. Okay. Uh, is there any passive aggressiveness in the relationship? So these are just some of the common unhealthy communication styles that we can have that can cause us to drift apart because you're just like, mm, that doesn't feel so good. I'm just kind of like going to step away and just do the bare minimum with this person because it's, you know, they're going to stonewall me or they're going to insult me or whatever it might be. So this can also cause a lot of disconnection. And I go deep into this in my conscious communication workshop. Uh, not only will you understand what some of these unhealthy communication patterns are, but you, I will share with you, I share with you in that uh, workshop, practical tools on exactly how Uh, you can overcome these and how you can learn healthier patterns and that's the good news if you find that you and your partner have fallen into unhealthy communication patterns that are causing you to get to be completely disconnected as a couple this can be changed it's not set in stone like you can change these things these are patterns that can be relearned, rewired and conscious communication is a great starting point with that alhamdulillah Um, so Her question was, are there any tools you can share to rebuild connections, activities we can try? So everything that I've shared today are tools that you can use. It starts with asking yourself these questions and starting to examine from there. And in answering those questions, and I really highly, highly recommend that you take those questions that I I, I offered to you and write them down and write down the answers. And maybe if you you and your partner are working together in this, and it sounds like it is, which in and of itself for me, it already looks like you had a great starting point. The person who sent me this DM is that you're both invested in trying at least to make this work. Um, you might find so you can engage your partner and you can both answer these questions, maybe individually and come together and look at your questions together. Or If your partner doesn't want to work with you on this, still sit down and individually look at it. And you might still find a lot of things that uh, come to the surface that can be helpful in finding you. Uh, find a way forward. Because even if you decide to go for marital counseling, um, it's very helpful to come into your sessions already having examined this, because then it will kind of save you time in having to do that there. You already come in more self-aware with more understanding of what the problems are, what the issues are, And having a little bit of an idea of how to move forward from it. And of course, I highly, highly recommend conscious communication, which is going to give you lots of practical tools. Of course, there's a lot of other things that can be applied here. But again, it becomes a case-by-case individual situation. So if some of these resonate with you, go ahead with them. Others may or may not apply depending on your particular situation. Sometimes we can have, you know, certain past issues or past traumas, or we've had some major issues as a couple and conflict, you've had major issues, and you just don't know how to move past that. And the emotional intimacy cannot be be rebuilt until you move past that. Again, conscious communication can offer you a lot there. So these are some of the tips uh, that I would offer if you are experiencing a lack of intimacy, emotional intimacy in your marriage, disconnection in your marriage, you've drifted apart and you want to find your way back to each other, it is absolutely possible. Many couples have done it. And no matter how long it's been that you've actually drifted apart, you absolutely can build a bridge back to to, uh, to each other. And in my experience, sometimes actually in building that bridge, yes, it's a little bit of hard work sometimes. You have to dig a little bit deep within yourself. It's not just telling, you know, your partner correcting themselves. Sometimes you have to do a little bit of internal work. And in doing so, a lot of times it can actually lead to you building that bridge that your relationship becomes stronger and better than ever. So that is my dua for this person who sent this message. And for you, if you are struggling with something similar, may this challenge that you have be a source of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bringing the two of you, you and your partner together closer than ever exponentially increasing you know the muhabbat between the two of you the love between the two of you the respect between the two of you and making you a source of comfort to each other and also know that every step you take towards rebuilding that bridge towards each other is an act of ibadah it is an act of worship right working on your marriage is an act of worship so just doing that in a work as much as it's sometimes a little bit uncomfortable, know that you are being rewarded for, uh, for it by your creator, regardless of the outcome, whether it works or not. So know that there's a lot that can be done and uh, and there's a lot of ways in which to deal with this and there is a way forward. So I'm inviting you to check out the link to conscious communication it's a workshop you can watch it on your own you can watch it with your partner there's a workbook with it um there's very very helpful tools practical tools in there and you will definitely i get a lot of feedback from conscious communication alhamdulillah where people say it really turned around how they related to their partners, how they communicate and has opened up deeper emotional intimacy and physical intimacy sometimes between them and their partners. So do check it out. The link is in the description or you can come over to my Instagram, Instagram at liveinspiredza and you will be able to check it out and enroll. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. I will see you in the next episode.